This is Queen speaking. What's the difference between a boss and a queen? When you're a queen, you're owning every aspect of your life. From work, to money, to relationships, there are no boundaries. You can't pause who you are. The challenge is how to own it. What makes you, you? We're in this together. Let's break out of our comfort zone and learn the tools to rise to our own potential. Hit your goals, then set the bar higher. Ready to join us? It's almost Thanksgiving. It is. I'm excited. My favorite food holiday of all time. I never thought about my favorite food holiday, but I guess I should. And I am much more of a sweets person, so you know I default to uh, Easter, Uh, (laughs) mm -hmm. which everybody is always surprised by. But there's so much chocolate. So much chocolate. (laughs) Anyway, this is your favorite food holiday. (laughs) (laughs) My mom stopped sending us Easter baskets. It's so sad. Um, see, my mom still does. But last year I requested a cheese basket because I had given up uh, sweets for a month and Easter fell within that month. Mm. And so I requested a cheese basket and she delivered. It That's was perfect. actually kind of amazing. It was awesome. It was awesome. So mom, I might just ask listening? for that. <laughs> hey, mom. I might just ask for that again this year just because it was so good. It's a great Christmas present. That is a great Christmas. Because you can get, like, you can, okay, we're going down a rabbit hole. But you can have, like, a really fun cheese basket. And have, like, a wine with it and, like, a cracker. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm doing it. That's what everybody's getting. Anyway, (laughs) what's your update this week? So I'm revisiting strengths coaching. Yay. We, uh, in our recent episode, talked about StrengthsFinder 2.0. The best. Clifton Strengths. Yes. Gallup. New new name. Gallup. So many names. (laughs) Um, So I have worked with my strengths coach, Nermeen, for quite some time. Um, And it's really nice to be able to come back together. She's working on new workshops, and so I'm kind of in this testing process to help her, like, work through that workshop Mm -hmm. um, and give her feedback, but it's also benefiting me. (laughs) So win-win. All the way around. (laughs) Um, But it's just really nice to be able to think about now, because the last time that I was doing a lot of work with her was – almost six years ago and so or yeah within five years I think maybe because it was within my the current role that I have I was like right at the beginning and so I was thinking about okay what are the things that I need to be doing here's how my job has changed and so it was really helpful to have that guidance and so now that I'm in a totally different mental place about all of that Mm -hmm. um, it's really nice to have like a new growth plan Mm -hmm. and think about some areas that have been like areas of new struggles and how to use my strengths and talk about them in a different way and I think it's always important to think about what it is that you need and your strengths need as you're navigating these conversations and the things that you're doing and how you approach because I think one of the things that I think about a little bit more than I obviously did back then Mm -hmm. is like from a managerial standpoint of like what are the things that I can provide to my team in a different way what are some new trainings what are some things that I can develop now that I have the time and space to do that in my schedule um, and just thinking about how to reprioritize. And I think the whole process is just like giving me better tools. That's awesome. And I love it. That's good because again, like what we talked about during that episode is that, you know, you change and grow, but more times than not, 
with some exceptions, I'm sure what comes naturally to you and what you are gifted at and what your gifts are, don't deviate that much. Mm -hmm. But finding new ways to use them is what is super exciting about what you're doing now is like you're revisiting it in the sense of like, okay, this is how I've changed. This is how my role has changed. But how do I now use what I've got in my toolbox to like continue to like rise to that level that I know I'm capable of. Exactly. Super exciting. What about you? So I'm working on scheduling better, which like, I don't. And I'm here like, yes. (laughs) And you're like, schedules. Discipline. The best. Yes. So forever one of my weaker points because I live by a calendar. I I have three calendars that I look at daily that all have the same information on them, but I need to look at them in different spaces. And now what I find is missing now that I'm back in school and we're working on the podcast and like all of those things working together. I remember that when I was in college, what helped me so much was my planner, color coding my planner, writing everything down, writing due dates, writing plans to like some extent all right there in front of me. And it became like my best friend in a non-sad way. Like it was just like my like biggest supporter always. <laughs> and so I'm working on finding the right planner for me and how I organize within that space again. And, and I'm like, I feel like I'm really looking forward to it because I've been putting that um, that part of myself on hold until I can like find the perfect thing, which I realize is also like not a good way to go. So stay tuned. I will be able to share hopefully soon about like what I find, how it's working. If what worked in college literally no longer works today because I'm a different person, or if like that is, um, a technique that really does work for me. So I'm just excited to get my planner and I'm excited to get started in my color coding and, uh, Wow. Organizing. Organizing. (laughs) Organizing. No big deal. I feel like the planner and being able to write things down that you need to do it just, it commits it to memory. Yes. In a way that my computer just like, I, I love my desktop computer or my desktop computer. I can't do this today. <laughs> I love looking at the calendar on my desktop because it it's right. I think what I need is like a full visual. Mm-hmm. And so anytime like I'm looking at my phone, I have to put my phone down, but looking at my desktop, like it's all right there and it feels very organized, but I can't obviously like take that visual with me. So I feel like that's what I'm looking for from my planner Mm -hmm. is to like have it written down. So it sticks in two different ways, but then also being able to pull it out at any time and see like the full view and feel calm because it's all right there in front of me. I'm determined to help you find the perfect planner. I'm so excited. And And it's harder than you'd think. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm not surprised. You know, when you have a system or you have a way about doing things, you got to stick to it. Yeah. And so I'm on the hunt. So if any any of our darling listeners have recommendations, send them its way. Yes, because I'm ready and willing to take them all. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what's inspiring you this week, Bron? So I was having a chat with a friend and we were talking about work and how to, as I've talked about in a, so many of our updates, yeah. <laughs> inspiration of just figuring out boundaries a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And she recommended that I look into this woman named Juliet Funt who talks about white space. 
which I think, and we've talked about Brene Brown a few times, and she has her own perspective on white space as well. Um, but what is a little bit different than um, than Brene's standpoint on this, and maybe they're working together, I don't know. I just Googled Juliet Font's name to try and find out more information about what she works on. Divide and conquer. But she literally has a company that's dedicated to this, which is, I think, really cool. cool and interesting. Yeah. Of like how to incorporate these tactics into your organization, into your company, into your HR training. Like there's so many buckets of it, it, which is probably up your alley, Sid. Yeah, it sounds like exactly what I love. So when you're implementing this for yourself, there's no rules or goals. And you take that breather. And sh- what she talked about, which I found was interesting, is that it could be seconds. Hmm. That's enough time to just like, I've done a thing, and I'm not going to immediately go into a thing, another thing, which is as we're all aware is I just hustle through That's everything that you do, yeah. and sometimes it's like oh my gosh I just worked for five hours straight and haven't stopped <laughs> and that's not okay no so I think letting you allowing yourself to have that moment of okay I'm I'm just stopping for a second and like kind of reintroducing that element of daydreaming into your into your day nice. but not an intentional of like it's wandering it's like just no boundaries, let your brain think about what it wants to think about. Hmm. And so I think just in the process of moving from task to task, it allow it's like an intentional transition state mm-hmm. of like I'm taking a breather and then what what's next? And I like that like she calls out that it can be like a few seconds. It can be like a minute. It doesn't have to be like a full like step back. Do mm-hmm. some, like, stretches, sit for 30 minutes, and then get back to it, or 10 minutes, or whatever it is. Um, I appreciate that, because I think it's, like, acknowledging that not everybody has that kind of time to sit for 10 minutes before, or that that just doesn't work for them. Like, if I sit for 10 minutes, it's going to take me 10 more minutes to get back into the groove. Yeah. And so, acknowledging that it's okay, that it's a short amount of time, but just just to take any amount of time is the goal. Yeah, and I think this kind of came at a time I was obviously just talking about strengths. And so in that conversation about, you know, one of mine is intellection. And so my that part of me needs time to be creative and time yeah. to think and time to, especially considering what I do, I need that time to plan. And so um, it's nice to kind of think about how to – let creativity come to me in these moments because that's usually when those light bulb moments happen for me is like I'm sitting doing nothing and then that's where I'm like it's it's fresh yeah here's a thing yeah and then you're like oh my gosh where'd that come from and it's like oh because I took a minute or a few seconds and let it (laughs) yeah didn't block it by going right to the next thing we need more of it that's good I'm gonna have to watch that because um you know that's where I'm at. <laughs> so. <laughs> we'll work it into your routine, too. That'll be very helpful, for sure. For sure. What's inspiring you, Sid? I read an article from the New York Times, which I'm almost at the point where I'm going to get a subscription. It is it is kind of expensive, and I don't think it's in my budget. But they went down from 10 free articles to 5 in a month. Ooh. And that cut out a lot of things for me. So I've kind of tricked the system by doing my reading on different devices. (laughs) So I've created more opportunities for myself. 
But anyway, I've been reading a lot of New York Times lately, especially right now in like the political world that we're in. And I love all of the different like facets of New York Times. So you can go like super deep and heavy or you can do things that feel light, but also have like a really powerful underlying message or you can do profiles, all that. But the one that I'm talking about today is called The Congressional Uniform is About to Change. And that feels like it was supposed to be or somebody thought that that might be a puff piece because it's around fashion. And I feel very strongly that fashion is not a a puff subject. I feel like there's a lot of power um, and information and you can learn a lot about people by the way that they dress um, and, and and the people that they are. And so this article really talked about how like people might not care about this because it's about clothes, but what they were really getting at is that the um, the recent election, more than 100 women are now part of the House. And that mm-hmm. is a huge, huge thing. And I know people are going to say, like, what will that really do? What will it really matter? But the, the um, focus on the clothing of these women is really what the point of this article was about, because we're now much more diverse than we were before between, like, racial, ethnic, LGBTQ community, veterans, like there's so many different people that are now part of the house that that's what they mean when the uniform is going to change. Like they talked specifically about a few different women, um, one of whom is from Minnesota, who she's Muslim and she wears um, a head wrap and that's part of her uniform. That's what she wears. And it's not like pearls and it's not a pantsuit and it's not like the traditional thing. And this author goes into so much of what our clothes mean to us and how they represent us and how this change in the way the house looks literally, um, what that will do for women and, and men and anybody who cares, um, what it will do for us and have us see politicians differently. It helps us see our, our eventual world differently. And I think that that was a really powerful way of talking about all of that was starting with the clothing conversation and saying what it means to the person behind the clothes and what it means to the people behind that person um, and what this really will do um, for, for all of us. So, yeah, I loved it. I feel like that's really powerful, too, because I'm an advocate for wear the clothes that make you feel like you and Mm -hmm. confident and to be in a world where it's like I'm gonna rock pants I don't need to wear a skirt Mm -hmm. or you know I'm gonna wear my hair up in a bun every day right because I feel amazing and I'm gonna you know wear sweaters right cozy (laughs) that's who I am that's who I am (laughs) and these women especially women are coming out with like showing who they are to your point and, and what they stand for by ta- by wearing what they want to wear. Um, and I just think that's a super powerful message. And I, I am excited to have found this, and I'm excited to share it. I uh, will read that one. That's, that's a good one, for sure, Zs. Hopefully I'm not maxed out. <laughs> you won't be. <laughs> um, we can put it on another device for you. <laughs> uh, okay, Brian, give it to me straight. What are we talking about today? So, this episode is airing on Black Friday. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So, while we love a good deal, I think that this is an opportunity for us to share how we can take the opportunity to give back to our local communities 
during this lovely holiday season ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that could be everything from shopping local to donating to community fundraisers and organizations that matter to you. But we wanted to dive into some of the alternatives to the Black Friday dynamic. Yes. And I think what I was super excited because this was one that you came up with and I was so glad that you did because I think it's one of those ones that is something that we've always had in common like since we met supporting local organizations, local shops, all of that stuff. Um, has just always been something that we have done together and we have this like real love for our community and supporting our community, but also like how we can share, not just how to support the local like boutique shops and shops in your area, but like you said, like how you get out there and make change happen in your community. Cause it seems like let's ride this wave that people are out there making change in their communities. Um, and it can be fun and it can be helpful and it can be all of these things and you can pull people in to do it with you. And so I'm excited to get into this today to break down all of the different ways that you can support local, both in shops and in people. Magic. Yeah. So uh, let's speak it, Queens. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so I want to talk through some of our favorite ways to support local during the holidays and perhaps share a few of our experiences of what we've done. Um, I think also kind of hitting at some of the different ways that organizations at large, Mm -hmm. because again, when you're thinking about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all of these big organizations, there are also organizations that you can support that are doing their part too, to, you know, give back to communities in your area and, or also areas that, um, you know, deserve a little bit of extra love. Absolutely. Um, So I think first and foremost, and obviously one of my personal faves, (laughs) supporting local businesses. Yes, I love it. So I think um, shopping for holiday gifts at local businesses is hands down, like, go do it right now. Yes. Get out there. A thousand percent. Hop on board. Mm -hmm. Um, Saturday is Small Business Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) As declared by uh, American Express. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but I think what's important about this is, firstly, you're you know getting something unique and special from the artists and the community members and the designers in your city and the boutique owners who curated their beautiful shops for you. Yes. So why not give money back to your local community um, and have those dollars make a difference. And I think um, just to be able to give quality original gifts to your family and friends is so rewarding. Absolutely. This has been like, I think the last at least two years, I would like to say three, but I can't confidently say that. For all of the gifts that I'm giving, maybe besides the ones for my nieces and nephews, um, have all come from local people, either like local grocery stores or local people that own shops and stuff like that. But it does, it lets you share a part of your community with someone that might not live here. But like you said, like you're funneling that Monday money back into the community we care about and anybody can do that. Like anybody has the ability to do that. And it does, you're not going to see that duplicated anywhere. So for that reason alone, I feel like it takes a lot of the stress off my plate. (laughs) Someone else has gotten the same exact thing because that's not going to happen when you kind of take this route versus like the big box stores. I totally agree. Yes. So with that, there's also the option of local craft fairs, holiday bazaars, 
shopping events that are taking place in your community. And thousands of them. There are literally <laughs> thousands. And as we've mentioned before, we're based in Rochester, New York. So it's surprising to think about the number that actually take place in our fair city. Yes. And so many. I think this is also a great way to learn about the local makers and artisans in your community. And those are the people that might not necessarily get recognition because they don't have a storefront. Mm-hmm. Exactly, um, yeah. And I think, you know, when you're out and supporting, like, they're all coming together. You can sniff the candles. You can check out the handmade jewelry. It's just one of those things where when they're all together in one space, it just makes kind of like it has a different mall shopping experience I would say absolutely I think it like and it takes like some of that stress out of it too because it is just like it's one area versus like a mall and like more times than not especially the ones in this area and hopefully the ones in your area wherever you are they have like snacks and they have like cider that they're giving away and like hot chocolate and there's one that's here in town that brings in a Santa and it's just like it's just super fun and it can become like a family event versus just like a let's get our shopping done like competition style it can be a thing that you can bring your family to to enjoy with you while you're getting your shopping done and I think that's what makes these things special as well um I always think about like where the heck do you find this stuff like how do you figure out where if they're happening in your area where are they happening how do you get to them so I was like okay so your local paper probably would have a list of them at some point like your local paper not like the like the local version of the big paper that that comes to your town but like for us it might be like city newspaper or something like that if you're familiar with that um but then also I was thinking on Instagram if you search like in your city or in your area like the shop local or small business Saturday hashtags Mm -hmm. that might come up with the local artisans that go and and sell their wares at those events so it might not come up with the event itself but it will help you find the people that are at those and then they will be sharing um where they're going to be all holiday season Yeah, I think there's a breadth of information, especially on, you know, utilizing social media sites. There's so many community calendars and you probably Facebook, Facebook, you probably Sid hasn't because she's disappeared from the Facebook world (laughs) for just like a minute. (laughs) Well, you've probably gotten invited to some. So definitely tap into those. Yeah. And I think um, a tip from that standpoint, too, is like kind of think about um, some of the gift planning, too, ahead of time so that you can kind of have a sense of like, okay, I'm going to pop around work and mingle and figure out who's here Um, but also having a sense of like these are the people that I need to shop for because when you're in a space like that you're going to find something for mom dad you know best friend siblings yeah I think this is the only time that I consistently have planned ahead in my life is for things like this because I have a tendency to get overwhelmed in social settings and so going in with a plan enjoying myself but like I know who's gonna be there so I know like I have my list in front of me I have an idea of like not even necessarily what I want to buy for those people but who I need to buy for and then you have like a clear head when you're going into it yeah makes a difference absolutely um so a different alternative for uh offering some love to your favorite local businesses is to write some thank you cards my favorite who doesn't, I'm so emotional. <laughs> who doesn't love a lovely handwritten card, especially a thank you for like all the experiences that you've had. Maybe you're not necessarily like 
hey, thanks for that holiday gift that I was able to pick up. But you're visiting these these businesses all year round. And if you hosted a birthday party somewhere Mm -hmm. or perhaps you had a really great experience at a local restaurant Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe it's a shop that you visit on a regular basis where and you've befriended the business owner and you just want to give them a little holiday love this is a perfect opportunity because I think a lot of times people don't give take the time to hand write a card Mm -hmm. let alone you know say thank you for all you do for our community right and I think that that's just the act of being grateful and heart is like sharing a heartfelt message is so valuable it is and it like these this is my favorite thing to do period is to um although i i will i did mean to give you guys thank you notes for my birthday in august um but they're in my bag so i got mine <laughs> oh you did okay good <laughs> but it's like well it's my favorite thing we need stamps and um so these are things christmas that, idea for sid yeah give me stamps. gift idea it stamps. actually would be the best gift ever for me because it is like I think I need to go to stamps.com or something to print off my stamps. Yeah, I just got a hundred pack. That's what I need. That's what I need. But they really are like this nice feeling, not just for the person that you're giving them to, but for you yourself. Like you think about how many how many times you go to your favorite coffee shop in like a month and think about like you might not know everybody there, but it brings you some kind of joy to go there. So think about like if you were able to share your gratefulness and your gratitude with the people that work there, like the whole squad, um, for making all of your experiences enjoyable, like that that should feel good to even think about doing that. Like let alone just do it. <laughs> like just and you can find, you know what's even better is that one of these shows, one of these craft shows is going to get thank you cards from a local letterpress and buy them to support them and then send them to your favorite places. Boom. I love a handmade card. Love that. And they like, they're so fun. I don't know. I just love this stuff. It it really brings me so much joy. So into it. So I think everybody should do it too. (laughs) Let's have a thank you writing card powwow. Actually, you know what? There is something like that and it's happened almost every year and we will, if, if it's still happening, we'll share it on our Instagram page because there has been for the last like maybe three years, at least in our community, um, there has been like a local meetup to do um, thank you notes and cards for community members and people that are going to be maybe staying at a hospital through the holidays or something like that. And if there, that doesn't exist in your community, do it. Like create that because that's another really great way to connect with people around you. Yeah, I think... Um... Confetti Foundation is an organization that does that as well. Nice. So that could be a charity or you could partner up with. Yeah, that's awesome. Which fits perfectly into our next theme, which is to donate your time and money yes. this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giving Tuesday is November 27th. Um, hashtag it. <laughs> Kicks off the charitable season. Um, and that's usually when a lot of people focus on their holiday season or end of year giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a great directory at givingtuesday.org to help find uh, organizations or charities and events that um, exist for you to give back to your community. And I have my own personal list of things that I've just you know collected over time of organizations that I've supported in a variety of different ways. Um, but I feel like Giving Tuesday is my last call. Mm -hmm. in a way as a motivator to be like did I give all the donations that I felt like I 
had slotted for the year kind right. of a thing of making sure that this is a time for me to acknowledge it. I didn't do this one organization, so I'm going to throw some cash their way. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you can do that through online donations. Do- <laughs> is it vacation yet? <laughs> <laughs> Send us on our way. Um, you can obviously donate <laughs> online. Yes. Um, but I've actually attended a few really fun collaborative events in mm-hmm. the past where nonprofits will partner together for a happy hour style event. Um, and there have been things like guest bartending evenings, and that's a way for you to toss a couple extra, maybe 20 into yeah, the tip jar. Absolutely. And I, I do agree, like a lot of the organizations that might live online kind of come offline for events like this, either to partner with other organizations or to like, hey, like what we talked about in one of our episodes around like meeting your online people offline. Like this Mm -hmm. is another great opportunity to, if that doesn't exist where you are, to create that opportunity. Um, And this is, I mean, the holidays are crazy, but um, I think people want an excuse or a reason to come together in at times like these too, to say like, okay, how can I help if I'm fortunate enough to um, not need the services that I'm donating to, then how do I help the people that do and like throw in a cocktail and a, and a little bite and it becomes a really fun event for people to go to too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt that like financial giving is a really personal decision. Just like you said, like finding out, um, what the organizations you care about need. So in addition to that, like financial giving, think about like, okay, are there um, organizations that need like feminine hygiene products or like winter wear for kids or for the homeless population in your city? Like that stuff goes a really long way. Um, and then that's that's a the physical thing that you can give. And there are like drop boxes and donation places. And I imagine that all of that information can probably also be found at Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So you can see like what the organizations are are and then kind of deduce the like physical things they might need as well. But when you're thinking about where you might want to give, like what are you passionate about? And and I think what really needs to be driven home, like I work in fundraising and I think philanthropy is for gifts of any size at any point. And you don't need to be giving millions to be a philanthropist. Like you can be that person um, in your own comfort zone and giving to a place that like really hits home for you. Um, Another way you can figure that out is like asking your friends and family what organizations they might support and why. So like doing your own homework in addition to looking at the Giving Tuesday page, just find out like what you might be missing in your own community. Um, and that could, you know, turn into new places that you didn't know were there and what they might need from you. I think also thinking ahead to like the gift giving, are there organizations that your friends uh, and family might support that instead of getting them like gifts, you can give to the organization of their choice? I love this so much. Yeah. Like instead of, and I think this is a thing that actually my grandmother always asked of us is instead, I don't need more stuff, but if, but this is an organization that's really close to my heart and it would mean the world to me if, if you would give to them. And what you can do is a lot of giving pages will allow you to say this gift is an honor of mm-hmm. and putting that person's name in them and then they'll get the acknowledgement that that you gave in their honor. 
honor. And I think that's a really special way to say, like, I hear you when you talk about the things that you care about and the people that matter to you. And I just thought that this would be a great way to, like, continue that spirit. So, yeah, I love I love that idea. And my grandma has always just like that's her one request is that we support those organizations. And there's a lot of people that have great organizations that they support themselves or they volunteer for and being able to support them at this time of the year would be just I think the best gift ever I love that that's how I feel I think everybody at some point should take the time to volunteer to serve Thanksgiving dinner or meals in general at food banks Mm -hmm. um Volunteer Match is actually a really great page um, that offers resources to find volunteer opportunities in your area. And you can look up everything from education-based to animals to food-related and community organizations. Um, Last year, I volunteered um, with FoodLink, which is one of our local food banks. And just to be able to connect with the community members, I feel like that, among anything else, is the most valuable part. Like, not only do I love gathering with people Mm -hmm. over food and creating this experience and seeing how much it means to these people and um, what an impact that has on their organization just to learn more about the organization and what they're doing for the community, but I feel like the only way that you're going to understand what difference needs to be made in your community is by actually going into these parts of the city or parts of your community that are underserved or you know deserving of some extra love. And especially during the holiday season, I think this is something that obviously we should be doing all year round. Right. Um, but I think it's important to like step your feet into this experience and talk to the people that live in this community and learn what they need and be part of that. Like if you are in the state of privilege that I would fully say that I'm in at mm-hmm. this point in my life, I'm I'm here for you. I'm with you. I am having a conversation and let's, you know, chat about what you need because I want to give back. Absolutely. And I think what's great about these kind of opportunities too is like they're usually kid friendly as well. Oh, so yeah. if you have like nieces or nephews or like your friend has kids or you have kids yourself, then these are things that like aren't exclusionary. Like you can bring your family to them as well, barring that, you know, you check check all your bases and make sure that that's okay. Um, but that's another way to do this to include, include people you love in that process. I will say that this is like notoriously the most busy time for food banks, not just for the people that they serve, but managing volunteers. Uh, I think it's awesome to want to do this, but keeping in mind that sometimes people do get turned away because if they didn't like hold their spot enough in advance, then they just don't have the room for you to be there on that day. But that doesn't mean you can't go at another day. Like they still are going to need your help at some point. But if that does happen, like look for unlikely places that might need volunteer support. Look at different ways you can maybe collect things in your office or among your friends that you can then drop off Mm -hmm. to these places if you can't physically be in that space that day. That's still, um, still a way that you can be helpful and show up and volunteer um, instead of like being, a, you know, if you're standing there with a spoon and they've got nothing for you to do, like, what do you do at that yeah, point? Is that, is, that, is that helpful? No. <laughs> exactly. And volunteer management is like one of the hardest things to do because people have such giving hearts and they want to be there. But if there's nothing for them to do, it's like, oh, shoot, like, what am I doing now? Um, but find other ways to continue to volunteer, even if it's not right there on that day. 
there are, are always going to be like we support um, families that are that need um, Thanksgiving dinners every year through my office. And so all of us buy something and, and an office on campus drops everything off to a place that needs it. So if there's a way for you to do something like that in the space that you're in, in addition to um, or if you can't get into a, a, a food pantry for this holiday, there will be so many more opportunities to do it, too. Yeah, I think additionally, like during the holiday season, it's pretty obvious that people are like, it's giving season, right. let's do this. But it is true that during the rest of the year, they're in great need of volunteers at that time too. So Absolutely. thinking about all the ways you can make that happen. And I think, um, you know, thinking about having your company or your office putting together those canned goods or, you know, figuring out an organization that you or your family, as you were saying before, of like all those things that make a difference, what are the wish lists that you could provide yes. things to people to mm-hmm. um, of like picking an organization and, and dropping things off that they need? Because that's another thing is like there are so many wish lists that, that exist for and especially going outside, like no offense to Goodwill and Salvation Army and all those things, but the bigger organizations always get help. So thinking about, you know, what's in your neighborhood or, right. you know, what's down the street that that may need more support. Yeah, there was, I think in every building that I've lived in, they have like a big box of like, this is the wish list of the families in our area. If you are able, like this, this is what we need. And it's super specific, you know, like, if you have the money to spend, if you have the ability to do something like this, like it's all right there for you. And I think this comes down to like, you know, you did something and you know that you help support an organization that really needs your help. Um, and then how does that carry out for the rest of the year? So some places make it really, really easy for you to just look at a list and go and get what's on mm-hmm. the list too. Yeah. So always, always an option. Another thing you can do is actually take the time to support businesses during this holiday season if you're going to take advantage of some of these Black Friday deals, maybe Cyber Monday, think about the businesses that are actually donating with every purchase or using recycled materials or doing something good for the community um, because there are so many mm-hmm. out there that exist. And, so and Tom's was definitely one that kind of fit the bill as Numero Uno made this a thing that organizations picked up Mm -hmm. um their slogan is one for one so with every product you purchase tom's will help a person in need which high fives super into this yeah i know um because i wear glasses and i have several pairs of warby parker glasses (laughs) strictly the only eyewear company i support sponsor us warby (laughs) um but they do something similar by do- donating a pair of glasses to someone in need after you purchase a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just a lovely feel good that I have, especially considering I've collected like five pairs at this point. Yeah. I rotate all of them. They're great. Uh, everyone for a different look is, is what I think. You know, My diff- sister is the same way. It's amazing. Always got to have something different. Uh, Ten Tree is an organization, uh, clothing company that plants ten trees with every purchase. Did and not see that coming. You can <laughs> track where your trees are planted. That's cool. And see their impact over time. And when you buy your shirt or you know whatever clothing item you purchase, they give you a special code that you can register online. That feels like so much better than like buying a star. That feels yes. like a much more direct like hit to the feel goods than buying a star. <laughs> and especially considering all the, you know, 
fires that have been happening. Yes. Like, let's replant some trees. Let's get some greenery out there. Absolutely. We better re- resurface the healthy the wildlife. Yeah. Scary. And there's probably, like, at the time of this, this like is it's very sad what's happening. And there are so many ways to support, like, follow anybody from California or anywhere for that matter. And they are consistently posting the needs of the fire departments there of the people that have lost their homes the animals that need rescuing or a place for shelter like there is a a huge need right now and so like just do a quick google search and you will be able to find something to do if this year that is like what hits closest to home for you yeah we'll link to a couple options in our show notes too we will yes um, there, so there is a whole, we're going to share uh, a website that does have like a, uh, I think it's maybe like a 16 company list that has that buy one, give one, um, mentality, just like Tom's does. And so we'll share that as well. So you can find other organizations that kind of span from like clothing to like parts to like electronics, all of these different places that have that buy one, give one, um, style of, of operation. Exactly. Yes. Show notes, queenspeaking.com. Yes. Nailing it. Um, if you are a heavy Amazon user, uh, I think that... As we all are. Come on, let's go. <laughs> let's be real. Let's not even beat around the bush. <laughs> We're all heavy Amazon users. You should sign up for Amazon Smile then um, because they will give a small portion of your purchase price to organizations that you care about. Yes. Which is great. They sure do. Um, we have an awesome local business in the Rochester area called Even Odd that uses recycled bike tire inner tubes to make their bags and accessories. So cool. And I love their story because they kind of like fell into this. And I remember because I talked to them about it and they were like, well, it was a lot cheaper to use, you know, bike inner tubes and mess up on bike inner tubes than to use like leather. (laughs) And so it was this really interesting story that I think people just really attach to and they love the material and they do have all these super fun like bags and all these cool things. And now they're doing a ton of like, um, merch for or some some different things for living roots which is right here in town urban winery super super cool but yeah that's that's a great local business that is sustainable like they figured out how to um, use what they have and not waste yeah so thinking about in your area the organizations and the companies that maybe are taking advantage of some recycled materials instead of uh throwing more garbage into our stupid landfills so silly yes learn a thing or two people (laughs) um speaking of which certified b corp companies i don't know if anybody's heard of these i think they like kind of live under the radar unless they are really good about promoting the fact that they're a b corp but they balance their profit and purpose so they support their communities by giving back through their company i think it's something like one percent of everything they bring in is given back to an organization i love that I think another alternative to Black Friday that maybe is top of mind, maybe not, but I think as an option of not to be swiping your credit card, lace up your sneakers, get moving. No. (laughs) Yes, you absolutely should get moving. (laughs) So we as a family do uh, post meal or post uh, holiday family hike. Very nice. Or a walk. And I think it feels really good to get up and breathe some fresh air after all of that food and wine. That sounds nice. I mean, that sounds like a great aspirational goal um, (laughs) for some people. (laughs) I think, you know, every city 
I probably in the world has a fun run of some kind. Yes. Those of us that celebrate Thanksgiving definitely have like a turkey day run. Waddle, uh, waddle run. It's usually a 5K. You can walk it. You can run it. Like some people think that's a fun way to start their day. I'm not here to judge if you're one of those people. Um, but I think getting, you know, getting moving at some point during the day is an important part of all of this because it lets you like stretch out a little bit. Stretch your your bones, get your, you know, stretch pants on, <laughs> all of those things. So much stretching. So many stretches. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so an organization that really supports this is uh, REI. Yes. They have their whole opt-out side program. Um, and that's actually something where it obviously goes beyond Black Friday at this point, but they are closed on Black Friday and encourage all y'all to get outside Yes. And I think that's great because if you think like, yes, that's a big store and they probably make a lot of money, but they do lose a lot of money that day by not being open. But you think about if there's an REI in your area, those are local people that work at your local store Mm -hmm. and they might not be like a local company, but you're by like supporting that like opt outside which I believe you're getting to. Yes. <laughs> is like a way to support the people in your community just as much as other organizations. Yeah, and I think the mission itself is really important because we do spend a lot of time behind our phone screens yes. and something that's really unique that maybe not um not very obvious to a lot of people unless you're super into REI and active gear. Not me. <laughs> I just um, stumbled in there one day. <laughs> they host a lot of community events as well. So they do put together like, here's some tips, like here's some hiking uh, trail tips and they'll do their own walks and they'll do tutorials on how to like be better about doing all of these activities out in nature and make smart choices when you're camping and all of that. Love that. And so they do a lot of things within our own local community. And I think to kind of tag team the large corporation and community mission as well and have those two things kind of go hand in hand is really awesome. Yes. And um, in addition, their website actually has a lot of uh, activity options available, how-tos, links to trails and parks in your own community that you can head out to. Um, And our friend Nicole from Hike Yoga is actually hosting an event. So if you want to hit an outdoor hike yoga event, get after it. I did it one year. It was great. I felt very good about it. 2018? uh, Not this year. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will. But um, I have family in town this year. But I think I did it maybe two years ago. And it was it was a really great way to spend the the day, and I I thankfully had the day off, so you know I know not everybody has that Friday off, but I did, and so it was a really nice way instead of like you know binging my shows to to intentionally do something to get myself moving, get outside. So it was great, perfect, highly recommend. Well, then I also suggest that we all do a little holiday stress relief and maybe do some yoga or attend a meditation class. I love that idea. Or just meditate in your bedroom. Period. Just get some quiet time. Yeah. Slow down. I think, you know, especially if you spend this holiday with family, um, that's always a time where you might just want to, like, sit for a second with some quiet, even if you have a small family that doesn't talk very much. Like, sometimes we just, like, get in our heads a lot around this time of year and to give ourselves permission to slow down, to be quiet, and, like, enjoy the moment that you're in um, is an important thing to do for all of us, I think. I'm going to need it. 
we all will. <laughs> We're all on that page. Yeah, I think all of these things, as we mentioned before, are important to do year-round. But I think let's make an intention during this holiday season to support ourselves, support our community, and to help build new habits around all of these giving back opportunities that we have presented to you. Because there are so many, so many. I'm ready. Me too. Let's do this thing. Lacing up my hiking boots. I will be putting on my stretch pants <laughs> for my meditation. <laughs> Black Friday alternatives, folks. So many things to work with. You got this. <laughs> you got this. Shall we break? Let's break. Feeling like a queen yet? Find us on Instagram and Twitter at queen underscore speaking and tell us all about it. Find episode links and show notes at queenspeaking.com. See you next week.